Blog Talk Radio. Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance, authentic spiritual guidance, right here, right now. Many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind, bodies, and spirits, and that's exactly what we are here to discuss. So please join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and heal. Now let's get started with today's show. Hello, Welcome, everyone. everyone. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Sharon. <laughs> How are you? We did. I'm good. We're awesome. so excited. We jumped in together. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, Lindsay is my co-host today, and I'm really happy to have you here, Lindsay. And um, before we start, I know I've had a couple of questions on Facebook asking me um, where to call in, so I'm going to give out the number now. Um, it's uh, a U.S. number, so you put your country code before that, and then the country code for the U.S., and then 646 595 2385. That's 646-595-2385. Um, first of all, thank you, Lindsay, for being here. I know usually Tracy's here, so I really appreciate you being here. Thank you. I love doing these with you. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. So um, the first thing I want to do, as I always do, is actually go into a small visualization or a meditation um, not only because it helps you, it it helps helps me too. Because we all have hectic lives, hectic lives, and and I can say that probably hectic lives. And um, it's just you know it brings brings the energies together. So so just take a deep breath, and then just become aware of. Everywhere in your life where you feel the polarities exist. Like, for instance, whether there's an emotion of uh, sadness or whether there's an emotion of happiness. Whether there is um, conflict in your life. Whether it's with a person or with and where there's no conflict. Or on a bigger scale that there is this energy, like, for, inza- for example, um, Monsanto, um, you know, there is that positive and negative on a bigger scale as well. So well, what I want you to come to recognize here is this energy of this polarity is just playing strongly on, on so many levels in our life. And... As you become aware of them, just see them as if you see one side, polarities on one side, and you see the other on the other side, on the left and right. And then as you just keep breathing, breathing into your belly, 
and out through your nose, exhaling fully from your belly, taking another deep breath into the belly, and then back out. And just be aware again of these two sides. And then also coming to an awareness of your spine. Now in Eastern culture, there is this energy that uh, they talk about how the um, there's a negative and a positive channel going up and down the spine. And then there's the central channel. But they intertwine and they meet certain areas and that's where the chakras are. We don't need to know all the details on that. All we need to know is that the positive and negative come together at this point on the spine and align on the central channel. So as you breathe, just become aware of your spine and your heart chakra, center of your chest, and your soul plexus. Your soul plexus is your personal power. It's where we take a stand and say, this is who I am. And what I want you to do is just invite you to just see these polarities come together on the spine and see the soul plexus as the sun. So bringing all those polarities into the spine, breathing into your belly, seeing the solar plexus just below the diaphragm, expanding into this energy of the sun. Expanding out like a ball, but also expanding up into the column, your spine. And keep breathing. And as you see and sense that and get a feel of that, you feel those energies merging into that central channel. And there is the coolness and then there is the heat. There is the the opposites, but they're all just what they are and they come together. So as you pull in all the energies that you're experiencing in your world and you just pull them in, you see those energies just merging into the one, into the central channel, into recognizing your personal power on the planet. And that's what we're here for, to recognize that, that there is no negative and positive. They are there, but they're all one. Just breathing into that. And then when you're ready, if you had your eyes closed, you can open your eyes. I hope uh, you all enjoyed that. I certainly did. I I sure did. (laughs) Yeah, that was really, really lovely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I think even I needed that because I feel that that energy is really, really present right now on the planet, that there's such a pull of the positive and the negative. And then, you know, just remembering that we've got to just align ourselves with our personal power. So, okay. So, um, as you know, my name is Sharon Serta. I am an epigeneticist. And what that means is that I'm working with the energies that influence our DNA. And why that's important is because um, epi means above the genes. And that means that the control of our genes is above the genes rather than the genes themselves. And why is that important for our biology? Well, that's important because what we think, our thoughts, emotions, feelings, beliefs, all impact the way that our biology presents itself um, and our health. And by being able to release the energies that interact with the DNA, 
we interact with the cells um, allows us to come into balance within ourselves. And here we are, we're talking about balance again. So um, what I'm doing is working with the emotion code. And if I feel inspired to, I will work with the body code. The body code is... um, it does encompass emotion code along with a lot of others um, so we shall see where that takes us but um, what I'm working with is really with the with using kinesiology and um, connecting with the individual and and being able to ask which emotions are trapped in the body that are creating a particular issue. So once we do that, we're then able to release that energy. And the way that we release it is, um, if you were in front of me, I would take a magnet and run it down your back, and that would uh, release that energy from from you. And that works just like if you were to take a credit card and run it over a magnet. That would delete that information in in the in the credit card. So once we've identified the information and roll the magnet, it releases that information. It's pretty much the same principle in that. So uh, most of my clients are worldwide, and I can work with this with anyone anywhere in the world. And the reason is because we can just connect. We can connect with the subconscious mind um, once the person gives permission, and um, and do the work. So, you know, we can work on children, we can work on animals, and uh, maybe, Lindsay, I was thinking maybe we should do a call once on, on particularly on children and animals. I just thought of that. Um, <laughs> that should be exciting. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so what I want to do, Lindsay, do you want to give the number again? Yes. So, again, if you'd like to call in and get this wonderful work done by Sharon... Uh, it is 646-595-2385, and there is time and space available for you right now. So, Excellent. Thank you. Okay, so basically that's how we're going to be working. So if there's anybody who wants to call in, you can call in now. Um, the lines are free. And in the meantime, I also want to mention the heart wall. Um, the reason I want to mention the heart wall is because it's it's a very important part of what I do as well. And the reason is because emotions can get trapped around the heart and they can be like filters through which we experience the world. And so when we have a heart wall, we're actually, if you imagine wearing glasses that are of, you know, different filter or color, and we're actually seeing the world through them and perceiving the world through them. And if you remember what I said about our biology is that it's impacted by how we perceive the world. So by having the emotions around the heart, it can um, get in the way of the authentic energy of your heart being expressed and being you being, being able to receive at the same time. A little bit of more information um, on that. The Heart Math Institute has done a lot of work on on the the heart and how uh, we work in the we you know with, with with regards to our environment and and the our biology and the whole thing. Um, and another piece of information is that when the fetus develops in the womb, it's actually the heart that develops first. And when the heart develops, um, the heart is actually the, the, the one that beats and sends out sound waves or magnetic field that sends out the information to the rest of the fetus to say, well, this cell needs to develop into this, and this cell needs to become a liver, and this one needs to become a nail on the toe. So it's very, very um, important in the development of the fetus. So the question is, well, why is it important as an adult? It's important as an adult because the heart is what 
tells gives the same sort of information to the rest of the body how does the liver cell know what the bladder is doing or what the the knee is doing um it's the information the collective information that the heart sends out that actually is then perceived by all the cells in the body to then be able to um coordinate the the whole body and so it's you know how many trillion cells that we have and they're all being coordinated by the fact that the heart's the heart's magnetic field and so coming back to the 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 heart wall when we have the heart wall that impacts um the way that this information goes out to all the cells in the body and um this this is vital and so this is why the heart wall is uh is really really important and i work a lot with that as well and well, the symptoms of having a heart wall are um depression feeling isolated um relationship issues um i say money issues as well because money is also we have a relationship with our environment and money reflects that um so there's so many things and on a global level it can also be um things like genocide um and that sort of thing so you know a heart wall if we can help individuals remove the heart wall um it, i think on a global level one at a time that just to me personally that is my passion and and i know that that would impact the way that we perceive uh the world and how we express ourselves and the compassion that we all have for one another and bringing in that oneness and recognizing that so um that's uh been talking a lot today but i needed to express that for whatever reason just following um the energy on that Um Lindsay we haven't got any callers yet. Uh, uh let's give up the number again, shall we? Sure. 6465952385. Um while we're waiting, I just so that people could perhaps get a sense of how this works if they've never um had the opportunity to listen in before, um would it mm-hmm. help for me to you mentioned kids. You mentioned a lot of like the disorganization um, in the heart signals, and it made me think of my daughter and some of the challenges that she's been um, working through lately. So, if if that is mm-hmm. helpful to to have an example, yeah, I'd be more than happy to, to receive help on her behalf. I would be more than happy to do that. I think we would both so tell me what's, appreciate what's, that. Yeah, um, so what's going well, on in particular, with you, Yeah, you talked about sort of isolation, those types of things. Um, I've noticed that she takes things very, very personally, like if someone, you know, scratches her by accident just in the act of play um, or, you know, knocks her or hits her, she takes it very, very personally. Um, she also has a lot of trouble making decisions. Um, thing she just seems to go into overload and overwhelm, making really simple decisions like what to wear. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the two primary things I notice for sure. No, I don't know whether you mm-hmm. can tell that those are specifically related to heart walls, but it sure makes a lot of sense to me. Mhm. Well, we can always test to see. But is that being recent? Has it just happened um, recently, or is no, it ongoing? It's been really ongoing. Yeah. Yeah, pretty okay. Pretty persistent. All right. Okay. Maybe I'm just noticing well, the sensitivity in terms of taking things personally because now it's summer break, so <laughs> I'm seeing mm-hmm. more of her than I did when she was in school. So yeah. Okay. Um, so the first thing I want to do is uh, get some help. So I'd always ask for some help. And then ask to connect with her. And it's Livy, isn't it? If you Yeah. Olivia. Livy. Yeah. Um and 
and what's uh, whether we can connect with her, yes, and if I can be proxy for her, and I get a yes on that. Okay, so I am connected to her. So let's ask um, this issue that she has, and I'm just saying it and recognizing that once I say it, it's connected with her. And it, it's, you know, verbally, whatever you've said, I don't need to repeat it. I've just mm-hmm. kind of tagged the question along the, that energy. And um, I'm just going to the body code. And, okay, I've never done this on the show before. Um, but I'm going to do it now. <laughs> and that I love is, being a guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> I always check to see and this this can be weird for some people and you know it can be something that people understand but I think it's an important thing because um it is um everything is energy as we know and so are entities and entities are just beings that can just attach to humans um, because they want to express their, you know, experience the emotions. Um, and it can happen. Um, my point of view on entities is that they're just energy and it's nothing else but energy. And so just with the body code and the emotion code, I just clear these things just as they, they are. So um, I'm picking up um, that you know, that's the first thing I do with clients because I want to work with her and I don't want to work with other energies. Um, Yeah, so I'm picking that up. So just give me a second. I'll just clear that. Okay. All right. So um, those those have been cleared so once those are cleared now we can just go in and see where she is um i'm going straight to the heart wall so she has got a heart wall and let's see how or what the size of the heart wall is because we can check that or what the width of it is um i'm getting it six inches and uh, the other question I need to ask, is there a hidden heart wall? There is. And the reason I ask that is because um, what can happen is that the subconscious mind will only reveal a certain amount to us. And then you ask again, and you say, is there a hidden heart wall? And then it will show up something else, um, another layer on that. And, you know, personally, when I was working on myself with my own heart wall, um, it took me quite a few months to clear it because it wouldn't reveal all of it to me at once. So I'd had to keep kind of checking and checking and checking. And now whenever I feel different, I just go and check and I do have one or two emotions trapped in there. And, you know, life goes on. We experience things and those emotions can get trapped around the heart. So it's just a matter of just checking and releasing. And if anybody is interested in actually doing this work themselves, for themselves, uh, you can you can get the book, The Emotion Code, and, and read on how to actually release your own heart wall. Um, highly, highly recommended. Right, so uh, with um, Livy, we've got a heart wall and a hidden heart wall. So is there another hidden heart wall? No. It's still less than 10 inches, so it's 7, 8. So 8 inches. And um, so what I've got in front of me is the chart. And how old is she again, Lindsay? 7. 7. Okay. So I've got a chart in front of me with 60 emotions. And it's divided into column A and column B. And six rows. So um, each section in there has five emotions. So it's a matter of finding out where the emotion is. So column A, B, odd, even, two, four, six. So we're in six B and there's five emotions. Is it pride? No. It's actually shame, which is the second emotion. Um, Let's see when that 
uh, got trapped. Was it one, two, three? So it was around three years old, give or take a year. So the other thing is, I think everybody probably it's good information for everyone to know, is that what can happen is that the emotions can actually get, when a child is below the age six, seven, um, you know, Bruce Lipton talks about this where, you know, they're in a state kind of like a sponge, really, and they're soaking up everything. And so they can also pick up emotions from the environment. Um, I was working with someone today, Lindsay, who, um, a, a three-year-old, and um, who is who is in the autistic spectrum, and um, there was a lot of emotions that he had trapped, like depression and shame, and you'd never think a child uh, that age would actually trap those emotions, but but he had, and when I checked, they weren't even his. Isn't that mm-hmm. fascinating? Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's really, really interesting. So they can pick these things up. So shame, is it hers? Um, no, it's not. So let's just release that from her. I'm just rolling a magnet over me to release it for her because I'm working in proxy. Okay, so that's released. So let's have a look at the next one. Uh, column A, B, odd row, even. It's in 4B this time. The first emotion is depression, no. Frustration, no. Indecisiveness, no. The fourth one is panic, and that's what it is. It's panic. So it, does that resonate with you, but with her, how you're expressing how she's behaving? The panic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because what I find is that, you know, when the emotions come up, it's it's kind of, um, it can be, if, for example, if someone has indecisiveness, they'll sort of go, oh, my God, I'm really indecisive. <laughs> so um, it can reflect back into, into the behavior. So panic, when was that trapped? One, two, three. So that was around three as well. Um, that's not hers either. Uh, um, so wherever it's come from we can release that from her body and uh, just another explanation for people these emotions are are energy and they're balls of energy that basically trapped around the heart um, or they can get trapped around the body but in this particular example we're working on the heart wall and you know our tissues and organs are energy too and so these emotions can impact the energy the frequency of these emotions can impact the way that uh, um, the particular tissues function. So um, panic, we said, so one, two, three, so let's release that. Okay, so she got another emotion there, yes. Column A, B, Audro, even, two, four, six. So the other emotion there is shock. That's what she's got. Trapped, is it hers? Yes, it is this time. Um, it's age three. So when we give an age, it's usually give or take a year. So does that resonate with you, Lindsay, around that time, three? Anything to do I with I would shock? imagine age three was relatively challenging for her. That was shortly after her, her little brother was born, so... <laughs> That was a lot of change okay. and upheaval for a small person, yeah. Yeah, okay. I find that a lot with siblings. Yeah, um, I, well, I remember when, when... Yeah, I remember when my sister was born. That was definitely a... a <laughs> I mean, I don't remember when my sister was born, but I do remember that yeah. big, big change in my life as the oldest yeah. child and having to share things with my sister. So, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's release that. Okay, so that's released. Um, so let's have a look at the next emotion, column A or B. It's B, odd row. It's, no, it's an even row. Is it two, four, six? So six B again, and it's shame again. Um, is it hers? Yes, it is this time. So was this one, two, three, four, five, six? So this is age six. Give or take a year. Um, 
So for some reason, whatever reason, she's feeling ashamed. Does that resonate? <sighs> Not sure. You're never quite, well, at least I'm never quite sure what kids take in. And, and of course, at age mm-hmm. six, she would have been at school. So, you know, it could have been here at home or it could have been out, you know, out, um, outside the home, too. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's it's difficult. Um, but, you know, the best thing about the emotion code is we don't need to know. And mm-hmm. we can just release it. Okay, so that's really... I do. Is there another I love emotion? this tool for, for children. I think it's it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I, I think, met each other via EFT, um, or at least that was one of the things we had in common when we first met, but... Um, it can be difficult for, to find the language and the words when, when we're working with children. So I think this is such a great, great tool for children. And like you said, animals. Yeah, you don't need them yeah. to verbalize anything. It's it's so wonderful that way. Yeah, and I know you've got your own show on EFT, and I love that because it that helps too. I mean, we're we're kind of singing each other's praises, really. But. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, I believe EFT is brilliant too. So, um, and if anybody yeah, else I mean, is listening the, in, you should listen into the around acknowledging things. Yeah, yeah, I love that EFT. You know, the language allows us to acknowledge, and sometimes, I mean, like I said, for children it can be difficult, but for as adults who have been, you know, immersed in a language-based culture for a really long time, sometimes just saying those words out loud um, can have real power. So, yeah, I love having yeah. lots of tools yeah. in the toolbox. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Um, so the next emotion, column A, B, I'll draw even, two, four, six. Uh, <clears throat> it's shock again. Um, so is that age one, two, three? Is it hers? No, it isn't. So let's release that. Okay, so that's released. So let's see where we've got to. Is it less than five inches? Yes. Is it one, two, three? So that's pretty good. Three inches left on that. Um, I was just looking at the time. Should we take a, a break? I was just going to say that probably sounds like a good time for okay. a quick break. All right. Okay. Did you know that there is a new e-store on Mind, Body, Spirit, You? The letter U com. This brand new e-store has some amazing downloadable products from guided meditations, e-books, introduction to energy and epigenetics to our new editions this month. EFT tapping audio with scripts including and epigenetic health balancing program. Please stop by www mind body spirit you the letter u dot com forward slash e dash store today to learn grow and heal okay we're back right so we've got three uh we're working on the heart wall um with Lindsay's daughter and um, we've got three inches left on that, so we want to see what else is there. Is it uh, column A, B, odd row, even? It's an even row, and it's four, four B. The first emotion there is depression, no. Frustration, no. Indecisiveness, so that's the next emotion there. So let's see when that was trapped. And the reason we ask the age is because what that does is it kind of brings that bubble, you know, of the emotion to the surface, um, and then when we run the magnet, it just releases that energy. So that was at one, two, three, four, five. So give or take a year, five. Um, anything come to mind, Lindsay? I know it's difficult, but just wondering. Um, no, but that it sure makes a lot of sense. That's sort of when a lot of the... Um getting dressed issues <laughs> started to really show up. So, Ah, okay. Um, I mean, it, it may have just been as simple as, you know, trying to 
choose from. She's pretty lucky in the fact that she has an awful lot of clothing to choose from. Um, mm-hmm. And then trying to combine something amongst that myriad of choices, plus something that works for the weather, plus something that looks good, you know, it's not hard for a small person to be overwhelmed by that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's release that. Okay, so that's released. Um, is there another emotion here? Yes, column A, B, Audra, even, two, four, six. So in 6B, is it pride? No. Shame? No. Shock? No. Unworthy? No. Worthless? No. So when it says no to each of those, this is where it gets exciting. Because it means that it's an inherited emotion. <laughs> and you know, this is my bit where the epigenetics kicks in and I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> Um, so what that means is it's an inherited emotion. So let's ask now, is it an inherited emotion? Yes, it is. And it's inherited shame. So let's, we need to find out where that's coming from. Is it coming from mom? No, it's coming from dad. Um, and then we find out where that came from. Was it granddad? It was grandmother. And um, let's see how many generations it goes back. Is it four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen generations? I don't even know what number that, what year that is. <laughs> Me neither. But it's eight. Yeah. But 18 generations ago, and was it a male? No, it was a female. So that female, 18 generations ago, experienced something that trapped this emotion of shame in her. And so at the point of conception of each individual along that line of 18 generations, um, that emotion has been passed on. And this is what we're talking about. It's not the genes that... Um, in, that uh, impact our biology, it's the energy. And that particular energy of shame that's been passed on is resulting in, you know, maybe behaving a certain way. And of course, she's not got any disease in the body, but it's an example of how disease can happen um, in individuals who have, you know, any issues, um, physical issues. So once we've identified that, we then release it. And for this, I do 10 rolls rather than three of the magnet. But the interesting thing here, Lindsay, is it will release from your husband as well. And I know you've got a son as well. Um, Let's ask if it's in him, and I get a yes. So it will release from him too. Isn't that amazing? I love that. It is. (laughs) So I'm just... uh, hear that so one two three five six seven eight nine ten okay so that's released now and is there another emotion around heart wall no there isn't um is there a hidden heart wall no so yeah so she 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 hasn't got a heart wall now um, so let's ask if there's anything else that's causing her to behave this way on the chart. I'm not getting anything right now. The the thing is, just see how she gets on. Um and then you know um, you know, you can't you you just have to see how she gets on really. Hmm. Okay. So um the I wanted to tell a story actually, um Dr. Bradley Nelson, who's the author of The Emotion Code, he he tells this story about how it seems like we're doing the children call now today anyway. (laughs) So I might as well mention this story. Um, He was working on, I think it was a seven-year-old, who just developed learning difficulties. And his mom brought him to him to to get help on that. And he started working on him, and he found that he actually had a heart wall, and he started releasing his heart wall. 
And what he found was that one of the emotions, just like we released the emotions on Livy, we found the the emotion, we found the age it was trapped. He found an emotion of guilt trapped. And he found that it was a couple of years before that. And mom said, that's when we were at a family gathering and there was a lake and him and his sister went out unattended and his sister decided to teach one of their cousins how to swim. Unfortunately, this child drowned. And he felt the guilt of his sister and he got trapped her in his heart. That's part of the heart wall. And that always story gives me shivers because it's just like, you know, it just, uh, well, that's because I know the ending. So let me tell you the ending. Mm. <laughs> um, that is that um, for two days, this child processed. So let's just check how many days she's going to have processing. Um, she's got two days as well. So just you know, see how she goes, whether she sleeps a lot or whether she asks for more food or whatever it is that her body needs. Um, and then, you know, see how that goes. But this boy, this particular boy had two days of processing time. And he, um, after that, he he got up and, you know, he was basically sleeping a lot. And he said, Mom, I'm a happy puppy now and I can go to school. And, and those were the words he said. And he, he went to school. And all his learning disabilities disappeared. Mm-hmm. Didn't I give you chills? I, I believe it 100%. I you know I I know the power yeah. of emotions they're huge yeah yeah I mean just it does it honestly it gives me chills um so and it, that that inspired me to 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 do this work you know when I heard that story um so anyway yeah so just let me know how she goes and you know we can see what we can do with that. Will do, yeah. Okay. When you were talking about um, sort of organs, organ systems, and how um, emotions are energy, and the energy gets um, can impact the, the the organs and the tissues of the body, it sort of made me think of, and I think probably not so much the people who are listening to our show, but but some people might dismiss the possibility of the power of uh, an emotion to um, impact the functioning of, of an organ but and because we don't really see them you know they are real but not really real um, mm-hmm. in terms of being able to to touch feel um, see taste those kind of things um, mm-hmm. but if you think of like what a, a sound wave can do you know a sound a powerful wave of sound aimed at a solid object can can do some damage. Mm-hmm. And you know, a really, really powerful emotion, whether it comes from within the person or, as you said, you know, it's often n- not not our own, especially for kids who are, you know, bigger sponges than adults uh, are often. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has that similar impact, you know. A big wave of emotion can, can really impact things, much like that big sound wave just sort of... And, can yeah. have an impact. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, an example of this is um I can't remember the whole story. Um, but Dr. Bradley Nelson also talks about this and he worked on someone um I may get the story a little bit wrong here, but um he worked on a lady who had uh her left breast removed. And she'd already had the mastectomy, um, but she was working on, I can't remember if it was something else or, uh, you know, I can't remember. But but he, he was working on her and then he found that there was emotion from when she was, there was some trauma that she had. And um, I can't remember specifically what that was, but that trauma, that caused an emotion. And you're talking about the shock you know that that energy that can hit you and how it can um impact us um that emotion was trapped in the left breast which was removed so even though 
She had the mastectomy. She had that emotion still there. So the energy mm. behind that, that caused the cancer in the first place, um, was still there. And it, you know, it's, it's what you were saying. It's like it's vital to look at what's behind issues that we have because it's that energy that impacts the cells and the tissues that can then um, cause certain physical issues. And the physical issues are really the body saying, hey, look at me, I've got something going on here. Um, and, you know, of course we need to take medical advice. And of course we need to do all that. There's a balance of all, all, all aspects. But if we can also look at the energetic uh, aspects of things, I think we get an all-round um, all viewpoint on, on, on our issues and, and a clearing rather than uh, just a one-sided um, approach, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it, that story that you shared makes a lot of sense. Why you know sometimes they'll say, "Oh, we you know we got it all," and they're talking about removing cancer cells, and then in spite of that, it still comes back if there's sort of an energetic resonance still in place in in the cells around it. That makes exactly. a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, a great example of that was I had a particular client who um, I was working with and uh, she was on the phone and she had a lump in her breast and she was, you know, she was having the uh, tests and the mastectomy and, and the whole lot. And, not sorry, not mastectomy. Um, the mammogram, I meant to say. She was having a mammogram and, and, and all that, the tests being done. Um, and when she would touch it, it would hurt. Uh, when she pressed on it. So while we were on the phone, I was working with her, and uh, we cleared some energies on that, and there was some trapped emotions, and there was also something called, which is on the body code, which is a psychic trauma. And what a psychic trauma is, is basically when you have uh, two or three trapped emotions in one ball of energy rather than just the one emotion. And when we released that, I just said to her, I said, well, just have a look and see if anything's changed. And she pressed and te- checked, and and the lump had gone, hmm. literally. <laughs> and even I was like, <laughs> "You sure? <laughs> it's gone?" <laughs> She's like, "My God, my God, it's gone!" And she and she said it doesn't hurt. And um, so she did go and have all the tests and and things, but it it had gone. Um, so it's you know, like you said. It's holding that res- that frequency there, and if we can release that, then um, we're getting we're getting to the energetic. I mean, yeah, you know, everything's energy. So if if we can look at the energetic aspects, then you know we can still have the medical treatment. We can still do that, but if, unless we don't release the energy behind something, um, like you said, that frequency still frequency is still there. So, did you have any other things you want to mention? Should we, because um, I know we've only got 10 minutes or so from for the call to finish. Uh, did you want me to throw out the number again, or is it? are we running a little short on time? Well, I mean, if anybody wants to call in, they can. Yeah, if you want to give them the number, yeah, sure. So at 646-595-2385 is the number to call in. Well, you you, you mentioned pets, right? Mm-hmm. Earlier? Yeah. Um, just wondering, we have a lovely dog who lives two doors down, and the poor girl is, um, and maybe this is too big for the time, and if it is, you can tell me. Um, she is, not very well cared for, and it's hard to watch. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's that's a possibility to do. Just a little, or maybe we could just send her a little bit of love. I don't know. Yeah, it's a difficult one. Um, the thing is, it's important to get permission from the owners. 
Ah, yeah. um, rather than doing it, I think we've got a caller, haven't we? We do, yeah. Just let me pop over and say hello. Are you okay for a minute or two? Or should we just bring yeah, them on? Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, just bring yeah, just bring them on because we've only got a few minutes. Hello, <laughs> caller. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Good. Hi. How are you? Who's this? Kathy, I have a bird on my shoulder. <laughs> Are you giving uh, healings today? Yeah. What, is it? Is it you're asking for yourself or the bird? Yeah. Well, I'm at the vest with the bird. He's always sick. <laughs> he has issues. Okay. So you want to you want me to work on him? Yeah. Okay. What's what's going on with him? I think he a change in temperature for him. Um, in the house, he has breathing problems and allergies. Oh, poor thing. Um, okay, so let me ask for permission uh, to connect. First, to ask for some help, and then ask for to be able to connect with him and be proxy for him. What's his name? Hollywood. Sorry? Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood? Ho- like- ho- Hollywood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so let's see where we need to go on that. So um, what's causing his issues? Um, do we need to look at the breathing separately and the allergies separately together? We can actually look at it together. Uh, I'm going straight to energies and the emotions, um, being trapped emotions. So how old is he, do you know? He's like 12. 12 months? No, 12 years old. 12 years, okay. Uh, Right, so column A, B, Audro even, 2, 4, 6. He's got the emotion of shame. Um, let's see when that was. That was age five, give or take a year. Mm-hmm. Have you had him all along for 12 years? No, or, I, think, uh, I think I got him about five or six years ago. Maybe I got him when I, maybe I didn't have him when he had that emotional shame. Right, okay. Okay, so was that his emotion? No, it was somebody else's he's picked up. Was it his previous owner's? Yes. So let's release that. Okay, so that's released. Is there another emotion causing this? Yes. And it's in column B. Is it an odd row? No, it's an even row. It's in 4B. Is it depression? No. Frustration? No. Indecisiveness? No. Panic? It's actually panic. Um... Lesson five, lesson ten, six, seven, eight. So around eight years old, give it take a year. Um, is it his? No, it isn't. You know, animals are very much like children. They pick up a lot of stuff. Oh, well. yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, so let's release that. Okay, so that's released. Is there another emotion here that's causing that? Yes. Is it column A? No, it's B. Audro, even, Audro, one, three. So the first emotion there is confusion, no. Defensiveness, no, it's grief. Um, so where was that trap, when? It was less than, when, like, less than five years old. Um, it was when he was two. Wow. And, and again, it's not his. Um, so let's release that. You see, these emotions can have a cumulative effect. And yeah, so the symptoms are showing. Yeah, symptoms showing up now. Um, well, they've been they've been showing up for the last two or three years. Right. Okay. Yeah. So let's see what anything else there is there. Uh, column B. Aunt, what's he doing right now? Um, he's on my shoulders. Is is he um is he calmer? Is there anything different about him while we're releasing him? Let me see. Him? Let me see. Come here, Hollywood. He's still he's still shaking a little bit. He's having trouble with his breathing. 
Okay. Um, even to four, so four B, and he's got another emotion of panic there. Um, is it less than ten, eleven? So eleven years old. Give it take a year. Um, that is his. Um, so let's release that. Okay. Any other emotions causing this? Yes. Column A, B, Audra one, three. It's grief again, and it is his. Um, age 12 I'm getting, so let's release it. Okay, that's released. Any other emotions? Yes. Column A, B, Audra, even, 2, 4, 6. Shock is the emotion. Um, that's at age 7, so let's release that. Okay, so that's released. Any other emotions causing his breathing and his allergies, these issues? Okay, so I'm not getting anything else. So let's just have a look. Is there anything else? I'm going to be looking at the body code chart now. Um, what's, the, what's the grief from? I don't know. Wow, that's interesting. It, it has something happened? Next. Um, well, my father died three years ago, but um, but he and maybe when I leave him, he has grief. Um, I can't check. I can't. If I if I had tested that before I released the emotion, yeah, I would have been able to check. But oh, once that's I've okay. released it, right. yeah. Um. But what I'm finding is that his adrenals are imbalanced. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, and there's a trapped emotion there, so let's have a look. He's got overwhelm, and it's not his. Um, age six, so that's really sad. Um, he's also got shock trapped in the adrenals. Um, also age six, so that's released. And is there anything else that's imbalancing his adrenals? Yes. We're going back to the emotion code chart. Um, Column A, B, odd row even, two, four. Sorry? Oh, there's a dog in here. (laughs) Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, and, And shock is the emotion there at age six. So that's released. So then the adrenals are coming back to balance now. Uh-huh. Um, let's see if there's anything else that's causing the breathing issues. Um, I'm getting the lungs coming up. Mm-hmm. And um, there's an emotion of sadness from <laughs> age six as well. It's not his. So that's released. And grief, also age six, not his again. Uh, um, So that's released. I'm just going to ask now on the body code chart, is there anything that's causing the lungs to be imbalanced? And there is. He's had a physical trauma of some sort. So even physical trauma can be an energy that's trapped. Um, And that's also at age six. So something seems must have happened around that age, you know, uh, between five and seven. That's probably when I took them. I got them from the other people. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to release that physical trauma now. Okay. Um, Yeah, so how is he doing now? Okay. Here's Hollywood. Here's Hollywood. You got to put him in the box. He's the scale. Yeah. Um, he looks better. He's still a little shaky with, with the breathing, but he looks better. Okay. Just give him a day or two and All see right. how he gets on and let us know how he gets on. I will, and I, I'm going to call you for myself. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you can, um, that's great. Thank you. You can find me on the Mind, Body, Spirit website. Okay. Uh, if you just go to mindbodyspirit.com, uh, mindbodyspiritu.com, um, and just go find my name there, and you should be able to find me there. So I what look forward to hearing from you. Mindbodyspirit.com. Mind body, mind body, mind body oh, okay. 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 All righty. 
Thank you so All much. All right. Okay, you Bye-bye. take care. Bye. All righty. Bye-bye. All right, Lindsay, we've got nine seconds to go, so quick bye. Yeah, thanks so much. Thank you. You too. It was Bye. a great show. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, thanks.